Okay, I'm going to start the show. This is the start of the show. Uh-huh. I'm Matt. Ethan's here. I'm Matt. Hi. Griffin's here. Hi, mm-hmm. guys. Hi. Uh, we have a comic podcast. This is it. You're listening to it. This is and episode. you love doing it? And we... Wait, you love listening to it or we love making it? Because I don't think you either... You lo- specifically love doing it, right? I like doing it. Let's not... Okay. Let's tamper expectations. I okay. enjoy sure. seeing you guys once a week. Aww. That's about That's my nice. maximum on you guys. I yeah, tap out about once a week. You called me last night. Mm-hmm. That was a little That was a little much. A lot going on. on. <laughs> you guys had a lot going on. Yeah. I don't. You called me and I was staring at my ceiling. So it was fine. <laughs> you would think I you would think that I would welcome the phone call, but still I kind of begrudged it. Um, but, That's but okay. What I, what I do like doing, it was a nice phone call. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought we got to the point pretty quick. I gave you guys a bunch of advice. You ignored a chunk of it. Um, well we tried. Yeah, yeah, you tr- well, you can't win all your battles. <laughs> um, with yourself. Uh, but the reason I, I like the doing this podcast is because we have wonderful guests yes. every single week. Yep. And this week, we have a very wonderful guest. Extra wonderful, I would say. I, I don't know if that's okay to say, but I feel like it is. Uh, our guest this week is the wonderful Torin Grunbeck. Actually, Yay! Torin, I don't actually know how to say your last name. How about that? See, that was perfect. No one, like, no one can... S- there's no English way to say my name. It's yeah. Grunbeck. Grunbeck. Torun Grunbeck. No, like you, ca- I can't expect people to say it. Yeah, you have a letter in your name that we don't have. I know. It's, <laughs> I, I want the publisher go. Oh, that's going to look so good on the book. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I mean, it looks awesome. Um, it but, but you know, I sit there and I look at it and like we're friends. We hang out. Uh, we were just discussing. Uh, we hung out a few weeks ago. We sat in a bar for a long time. It was very nice, lovely night. And then I was like, I don't know how to say Torrance's last name. And I thought about Googling how to pronounce the letter like that's in there. And then I was like, no, I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to guess. That's how much research we do here. You know, you say it in <laughs> confidence. That's what you do. And yeah. you do mm-hmm. not add it to your books instead of like an O because it looks fucking ridiculous for everyone who knows how to pronounce the letter. Mm-hmm. Like if you just add it in there to make it look cool, like it just you just sound like a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm so- not gonna name names, but there are mm-hmm. several oh. people guilty of this in comics. Wow. 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 I'm not one of them. I always the O in Rosenberg I keep as an O. There's no lines through it. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's she's talking about when Chip was thinking about going as Chop Zadarsky. <laughs> it was the O yeah. with the yeah. Oh, with the lines are up. It would have been mm-hmm. Chup. Ch- like Chum- Chup. Oh, he yes, should have done exactly, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Should, he, he, should, have he should have. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. <laughs> One of his that would have looked cool. Um Torn, thank you for coming on the show. That was a very nice introduction, Matthew. Thank you so much. I don't know that it was, but I'll take it. You I'll said wonderful it. three times or something. Oh, I did uh, say You wonderful. said extra. 
um, I would say that uh, I, I do not know how to live up to any of that. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. It's okay because no one listens to the show, so it doesn't matter. This is no, I do. Like every Monday is one of the few things that I look forward to Aww. every Monday. It, oh, it's true. Awesome. But I mean, Aww. you do have all that's my so friends nice. on the podcast, so it feels sure. like it, it is a sort of uh, I can connect with people without having to do any work whatsoever. We, 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 should, have, nice. we should have you do the segment that uh, Ethan and Griffin always want my mom to do because my mom listens to the show and then calls me and rates the guests and tells me yeah. who was good and bad. Oh my and my mom won't do it. I've discussed having her come on to be like, God, that would be good. Ryan Stegman. And she won't do it, even <laughs> though fucking podcast dynamite. <laughs> it would be, dude. That's how we get our eyes there. But my mom won't do it. But I feel like, Torrin, I feel like you would be good at that, at just being like, well, I, yeah. I'd do it. Yeah, yeah. Happily. I mean, there are, there are some people care about what I think, which is horrifying. Sure. Um, but I think I would go for honesty yeah. in general. Uh, yeah. It's not about I, who they I, are as a person. It's just about how they are as a podcast guest. Yeah, you know, how nothing, interesting yeah, they said it, things stupid. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think uh, uh, it's funny because I um, we have a mutual friend. When you were in New York, we went out to dinner with a, our mutual friend. And our, our mutual friend was like, I, I always like hanging with Torin because she's the most honest person I know. <laughs> and she will just literally say exactly the thing that she thinks. And I was like, yeah, no, it's awesome. So I, I think you'd be really good for like a Tuesday podcast where you're like, did you listen to yesterday's podcast? Here's why it sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll do that. Oh, I, think it's like it's like, I wonder yeah, yeah. if it is the Norwegian, because if you haven't figured it out, I am Norwegian, yeah. uh, not <laughs> American. Uh, and, and I do like I sometimes with all due respect, and I do love America dearly and Americans with it. But uh, you're, you're sort of like a joke sometimes, like you're walking <laughs> parodies of people. Like uh -huh. you're just like, and yeah. it is sort of delightful when I think I'm in some kind of like I, I think everyone understands that the situation is funny, and then yeah. it's just me. Yeah. Like, but and I, I find it, I find you fascinating. No, <laughs> so I, so I, I think that's where the honesty comes from. That I just, I just sometimes I point it out. I suppose. Yeah, I, wow. uh, you know, as an American, I grew up like understanding, and I spent a lot of time in Canada, so I understood that Americans were like kind of a self-parody in a lot of ways that like we were a walking stereotype often but it wasn't until i like really spent a lot of time in europe that i was like oh oh wow the world really thinks we're hilarious in a in a, in a good way um or not but so I do good mean, way. like every every country is that way though it's it's just that america is such a well-known thing and uh we get so much of our pop culture from america but i could say the same thing about the Finns or the norwegians for that matter like norwegians are um so much alike and you don't really notice it until you start traveling and then you come back and you're like oh oh god these people that i'm part of um and then you go to finland and you go oh these are even worse like excellent it's great uh and like like in finland i i someone i went to i went to helsinki a few months ago because my daughter fell in love with a finn Oh. um and congrats oh god it was it was a whole thing uh it was really funny because he came she's she's 14 and he they met on like valorant or something and then he came over for oh a week 
to stay here for a week. And then by day three, she was sick of it. Like wow. she was like, oh, she's over it. Like, you can't, you can't, can't <laughs> send him back. You have to, you have to put Holy up with shit. it two extra days. Anyway, point was, I was like walking into the stores in Finland. People would just immediately speak English to me because they, I was smiling. And, <laughs> oh, wow. Like, that's not a thing. My, uh, my fame, my favorite being humiliated in Europe, uh, moment for being an American. And I have a lot, but I was on, I was on tour with a band and we were in, we got to Zurich, we were in Switzerland and, um, we were like, oh, we had a bunch of hours before we had to do sound check, and we were walking around and we were just like, we want to find someone who looks like a, like a punk rocker or a hardcore kid or something who can tell us like. A cool place to hang out for a couple hours and we're walking just sort of walking aimlessly and and this you know girl around our age comes out and she looks you know kind of punk or whatever and we're like hey excuse me like do you speak english and she's like yes and we're like is there like a cool coffee shop or a place we could hang out that would just be cool for a couple hours and she fully looks us up and down like shoes to top of head and then she goes american <laughs> And we're like, yeah. And she goes, there's a Starbucks six blocks that way. <laughs> and we're all like, was that a fuck you to us? And we're like, it feels Brutal. like a fuck you. And then we start walking in that direction anyway. We're like, thank you. And we start walking in the direction. And we walk by five like cool looking coffee shops in between <laughs> the Starbucks. And I, we were just like, oh, yeah, that was a fuck you. That was a huge fuck you to us to just be like, you just want Starbucks. You suck. And I was we, fucking beautiful. That was, is the best thing I've ever heard. It was great. It was great. Like, it, you know, just like six dudes just walking around like heavily looking tattooed. for a cool looking person looking like for this a cool is the strategy you yeah. you yeah. employ Awful. when you're trying to figure out what to do in Zurich I am yeah. impressed yeah yeah I had the worst hamburger in my life then right after that so, <laughs> um you know Switzerland I am shocked yeah I it, it was we went look a lot of mistakes were made we went to a place that was like when you're on tour with a band, sometimes the 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 group think takes over and you end up losing. And we went to a place that was called that was an American themed diner, which I voted against, but was outvoted. And I got the hamburger. And uh, when it came, it was like a ball of meat. And we were like, I couldn't eat it. And we called the waiter over and we we're like, I was like, how do you make this? And he's like, oh, traditional way. It's boiled. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. just like made the densest ball of meat and boiled it. And then we had to do a like francs to euros to dollars calculations. And I was like, I think I just paid $45 for a boiled meatball. <laughs> uh, horrible. But uh, we didn't go to the Starbucks. So uh, that girl, you know, whatever. Good on her. She won the, that round, but you know whatever. holy shit let's talk about comic books you don't have more embarrassing stories to tell. No, I, I could do this all day i, I yeah i don't right. yeah, yeah being an american traveling around in europe uh doesn't go great speaking um, of when you when you travel to europe you know yes. what mode of transportation do you usually let's take get into that let's get into that i get, get into there. a modern airplane i take a modern oh, that's your first mistake yeah I'm gonna say <laughs> Uh, uh, like Torin, do you have any thoughts about that? Do you have any thought? Like, I take like a seven forty seven or a seven fifty seven, like a, a jet, yeah. an Airbus, an Airbus. The, <laughs> do you? What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts My on modern thought airplanes? My thoughts is uh, at this point. The thing is, uh, I, I just I flew to New York a few weeks ago, and I, I did the economy plus whatever the fuck, like the 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 next up, uh-huh. and I can never go back, which is horrible. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, and the thing is, much as I love aircraft, and I do really 
sincerely like when when i joke about the people at the, the airfield getting turned on by engines like a good mer- the sound of a good merlin sure. like i'm one of them uh-huh. like i have i i have merlin engine really? sounds on my phone and i play them more often than i care to admit mm-hmm. um uh, but but having said that like air travel in 2023 oh god it is just that is also just a walking parody of a thing right like it's just uh, every step of the way is just slightly nightmarish i don't know i I said to someone recently like oh yeah i just don't want to go anywhere on a plane and people are like covid and i was like well yeah i don't want to catch fucking covid on an airplane but no i just don't want to be around all those people who are screaming at everybody and freaking out and you know Mm -hmm. crammed into a tiny compartment i was like none of that appeals to me anymore but it is a fun sort of addition to the 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 funsies of air traveled covid like the first time i went to america after kind of it was right before omicron Mm -hmm. and we were going to c2e2 because brian was like hey we just need to we, we need to just go meet people, right? Mm-hmm. So we got a bunch of people to go to New York, to Chicago. None of us did the show except Garth because he likes money. Um, okay. uh, and we just hung around in Chicago. Anyway, I, I got delayed for one day in Copenhagen and we were supposed to take tests. So everyone was supposed to be negative. Mm-hmm. They just went, oh, it's probably fine. Like, you don't need to take another <laughs> yeah. test. And then on the flight over and everyone was just freaking out about Omicron. The guy in front of me, it sounded like he was trying to expel some kind of demon through his nose. Like, it was just oh. just constant slippery. <laughs> And and it is like it's hard to relax. Like it's just I don't yeah. know. But luckily, um, but the flight is... from Copenhagen to Chicago is pretty short. So yeah, oh yeah, it's just like <laughs> it's just ten hours of I don't know. But it, it was absolutely worth it. Though I did get COVID though. Sure. So I, I was going to say yeah, I think yeah both times that I got COVID, I'm fairly certain were from air travel, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And it doesn't make me scared to do it again. Well, you at definitely all. got it from me in New York. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. You put that bed together. Well, I'm by the way, guys, I'm <laughs> and I'm, I got it the first time going to see your ass down in Arizona. Well, yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's a beautiful friendship. You just have to like it is glorious when you're just like, I it was worth it one time, it's gonna be worth it again. Torin. We're going to ask ask you the, the the first question of the show, which we normally ask, which is, um, why comics? Mm-hmm. That's it. I normally say more stuff, but I'm just going to say why comics. Why comics? Well, uh, just I love I love comics. I think that's what why we're all here, right? Because sure. it is sort of like a very specific sort of uh, it's, it's an experience like nothing else, and I always loved it. But I write comics specifically because and i told this story many times because there is like a moment in time and i remember what i was writing and and what i was trying to do uh when i realized like when i was writing prose that i, I wanted steve like a steve dylan silent panel just a reaction panel uh-huh. that's what i wanted and i couldn't get it into the pros yeah, yeah. So i went maybe i should just fucking write comics instead how do you write comics and then like one 24 hours of uh, hyper focus later i knew how to script comic and i've written the first 12 pages or something like you know how yeah. it goes yeah uh so it was like it, it's steve dylan sure steve yeah. dylan. that's a great why answer. comics steve dylan i uh i love that answer that is a great answer that's um 
super valid. I, I but I'm actually curious because I don't know the answer to this, even though we're pals and and we hang out and. I, I, I don't actually know how you got your start in comics. I don't know, like, how did you break in? Like, you 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 just suddenly sort of appeared in comics, and I'm I'm curious about that. <laughs> I think if you don't know the person, that's how it always looks when people break sure, in. Sure, yeah. Think? Just yeah. suddenly they are there. Um, no, what I did, I started just making comics, and I did it kind of the old-fashioned way. I wrote the scripts. I paid the artist. I, I made some stories. I have a webcomic that I think is kind of the reason I have, like, every opportunity that I've gotten is because I had something online that people could read. Mm-hmm. Because when they meet you, when you go to a con and they, like, you don't you don't pull up. This is like a, a public service announcement. You do not pull out your iPad to show people at the bar. Just no. be a nice person and, and be lovely. And then pe- if you're lucky, people will check out your work later and then mm-hmm. maybe uh, something will happen. But just don't bring the fucking iPad. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I made some web comics. I went to all the cons. I printed some comics that I sort of self-published. I had one creator-owned thing through Caliber Comics, mm-hmm. um, and then at some point, um, uh, like, do you want the whole thing? Do you want? Yeah, like, I want the whole uh, thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, at some point, Vertigo emailed me and went hey have you heard of vertigo <laughs> which is just, oh yeah yeah that's my that's that's would be the second reason of why comics would be vertigo sure. um and we worked on something just before that sort of imploded mm-hmm. uh and then i wrote uh one issue for dc that was never made like i i, I wrote the issue i delivered the script on like tuesday and on thursday the editor quit <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever opened the email. Like I oh, got wow. paid, so it's technically my first kind of professional comic work. Yeah. But it was that was fucking heartbreaking. Um, but what, can you say what it was? I don't know. I, I'll say it. It was Detective Comics, just one Batman story, sure. um, and I, I think it was quite good. I think I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think anyone's ever like seen the script. Yeah. Um, and uh, but but while I was doing that thing i was still going to cons and meeting people and and selling my comics and and um uh, and then i met jason aaron mm-hmm. i didn't know at the time i went i was going to dinner with john mccray okay um and we just had four days of new york comic-con uh, and i wanted to kill everyone mm-hmm. including john but that's sort of that happens quite a lot like if you sure. like, if you hang out with john for too yeah. long gonna want to kill him um so I, I sort of sent him off for like just go i need 10 minutes to just not kill anyone and yeah. then i'll i'll join you and then i went down i joined uh john with some friends and john went hey tell that story that you told me earlier just tell them that story and it was just the most horribly embarrassing story of the thing <laughs> i just done and then i did tell the story and then we left the bar and john went that was Jason Aaron. 
<laughs> I was, oh, cool. I'm so happy. And it was Jason Aaron and Jennifer Grunwald, mm-hmm. uh, both of who I just fucking loved. And then I, sure. happily, I did meet them later that night and I tried to fix the impression of not being just an absolute insane person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at some point, like a year later, um, Jason needed a new uh, co-writer on Valkyrie and yeah. he sent Will Moss some of my books I suppose and then they asked me if I wanted to come on and try to write the thing and yeah. I sort of just took the ball and ran as fast and far as I could because it just seemed like a good opportunity to show off some Sh- sure. stuff yeah. thank, thank God for, for Jason and embarrassing stories oh that, god yes yeah. I would say embarrassing stories is that's like the that's how I generally go about I mm-hmm. just try to either be no I just I don't try it just happens like I just yeah I, I try to be pleasant it, it goes to hell and then people remember me and that's something yeah yeah I I always uh I get a lot of people being like you're when you talk to people you're wildly like about me they're like you're wildly unprofessional and I'm like yeah that's sort of my thing like I talk to everybody like <laughs> I grew up with them and like we're, we like you know have seen each other like our whole lives and just done every stupid thing in front of each other and people are like but literally someone this week was like you're just so unprofessional in your emails it's kind of impressive and i was like yeah that's all i have really it's just like a, a charming amateurishness that some people find wildly uncharming but don't you think that's better like because i go for i would rather be memorable than professional yeah. somehow like don't you think yeah I and do. i and and like I'm Norwegian, I curse a lot. Like I, I curse a lot. And I try to, at least when I meet people for the first time, I try to kind of tone that part down a tiny bit. But other than that, I just, just you have to test people. If they can't yeah. stand the unprofessional messiness, like yeah. how are we ever going to make anything yeah, of I value? Yeah. And I don't, I don't see a point in like pretending to be professional so that you start working with me and then I unveil that I'm a, fucking disaster person and you're going to be like oh that's bummed like you should know going in this is what you're getting i think that's the smart way to do it yeah and i think like i had uh, an editor yesterday um mistake like they went uh mr grunbeck and then uh, at some point someone corrected them and then i got an email i just went oh it's it's miss i'm so sorry i'm so deep i deeply apologize well and i just feel like if you've had a conversation with me for more than two seconds you need you have to know that i couldn't give less of a shit right like so and i just feel like now i have the responsibility to answer this fucking nonsense something (laughs) i haven't done because there's no way i'm going to be able to match their level of professional whatever the fuck i'm going to say something horrible i'm going to like it's going to be it's going to be a nightmare yeah you can call me mr grunbeck and that's fine because i'm yeah yeah you can call me sir you fucker (laughs) that's a that's a good response if you send that email back that's yeah call me sir fucker is a great <laughs> great response to I, was, I never know how to, how to like this is this is something else but i was signing uh, a couple of years ago um and there was a guy who came over and he he sort of told me like that if like and he, it was like he he'd thought about this for a long time and figured that this is what i want based on i suppose my social media or mm-hmm. or my podcast whatever something and he sort of he went just so you know just for your information like 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 when you want when you need to step on someone's balls like my balls are at your disposal oh. sort of and i was like 
Um, if I shout at him, will he enjoy it? Like, oh, yeah. so what should I do? Like, because I don't want to give this guy what he wants somehow. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was interesting. And I figured um, that is the only time I've ever answered professionally in my <laughs> life. Because yeah. I went something like, uh, n- no, you are making me uncomfortable. Oh. Please go. Like something like that. Yeah. Wait, but like in my head, I was just crying, laughing, of course. Yeah, yeah. I've never had anyone let me or offer to let me step on their balls. So <laughs> that's a good congrats to you. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened. And also, what? no, don't, don't you come with the fucking. I'm sorry. That's so American. I'm sorry that it happened. I was fine. The thing is, what I find fascinating <laughs> is how my social media somehow lets this guy be like, that's what she wants. That's because all this woman wants is to step on balls. You have pictures of like reindeers and stuff on there. People get mm-hmm. that. People get that vibe. <laughs> That's a vibe from reindeers. Americans don't know what to do with reindeer. Um, <laughs> the, I, the, like we, you know, we're, we're we're simple people. As we discussed, just we're simple people. eat them. I eat them a lot. That's what I make when, when Americans come to visit. I always make like a reindeer stew. Wait, and I true? watch them eat them. Yeah, yeah. Do, oh, wow. do, you, do you kill them? The reindeer? Yeah. Well, I have... I mean, I'm, I've never actually killed the reindeer. I've been... I've been together with people who did slaughter the reindeer. Mm-hmm. I have some friends up north who will be like... Um, they will buy like two reindeer for the winter and they will uh-huh. get them whole and then cut them down in their garage yeah. and you know the thing they sure, do. Yeah. People yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. No, not everybody. Not everybody does that with reindeer, but, but I get what you're saying. I will make you reindeer <laughs> stew. I think I, I think I'd be down to eat reindeer. What does that take? Like it, it just seems like, Yeah, it just seems like it's it would good. taste like like nice. deer but bigger. Yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it's more like of it. I I made it for Brian K. One, and he made it like the top thing to do in Norway was to come to because it was just in Norway, and mm. then he came to my house, which was sort of, I would say, like strange because all my friends out there in the world like rarely they rarely take the trip to Norway, mm-hmm. uh, so it was very strange to have him here. But um, it was lovely, and I made him reindeer stew, and he sort of had to eat it. Yeah, uh, but he enjoyed it enough to add me to the list of things to do in Norway. I, but, I love the idea, Matt, of you like biting into some reindeer, and you're like, "Wow, that's like that's like deer, but bigger." Yeah. That's like, <laughs> um, look, if Brian, you can taste the size difference there. If, yeah, if Brian Kavon, did he have seconds? Like when he's he oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He, he absolutely did. But then again, he is. He was so scared of sort of offending in any way. He's just he's the sweetest guy in the world. Sure. Um, so I think he would have had seconds anyway sort mm-hmm. of um but it, i don't know look I'm but not... the thing is like i think it's objectively good it's just good food mm-hmm. and and yeah. i and i do sometimes like if you go come to the cabin i have a cabin in sweden and i cook all the meals on the fire outside mm-hmm. um and i can make this stew on the fire and it's it's a very something like you do feel like you're very much in scandinavia when yeah. you have the reindeers yeah. you fr- from the fire. If you next time you come to New York, you can come over to my house and I can make you. I could do a grilled cheese. Oh, God, uh, please. I could do um, milk. 
I could well we got some chocolate milk. I could do uh like a frosted flakes or a Cheerios. There's a few different cereals I could get you, and that's really so I, I, I want all of it. I yeah. made Jason when I went to Kansas to see Jason and he like we went to this place um that had barbecue. Shocking. And we, yeah, of course. Like that was the first thing we did. And and when they we got takeout and it came in sort of like a cardboard like a huge cardboard box i yeah. don't think i could have lifted it we were like two people it was just an obscene fucking amount of food and it was yeah. absolutely brilliant and then i made him take me to uh jesse james's house and arby's and walmart it was all <laughs> fantastic wow dude the yeah. middle west fucking like <sighs> walk of fame right there dude. i would say that jesse james's house is if, you, if you've never been like how, what are you doing with your life like how are you like That's just fair. get your yeah. butts out over there like it is um americana <laughs> it, it's the most absurd thing and the guy who runs it he sincerely believes like that this thing he's doing is the most important thing in this world and i love him for it sure. it was absolutely sure. brilliant and then when we got to walmart um we I got out of the car and there were two people having an argument and I just got the end of it. So the, so the first thing I, I, I heard when I opened the door was, fuck you too! And I was just like, oh, yeah. this is what I want. <laughs> the yeah. perfect Walmart experience. Um, I'm so glad. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I live in New York City, so we don't really have cool stuff like that to show you. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have a Walmart. You have like think. a... A Statue of Liberty thing. Yeah, we got that know, thing. Whatever. It doesn't curse at you. It doesn't. But I mean, New Yorkers no. will curse at you all the New time. New Yorkers will curse at you. Excellent. Yeah. Stand in the bike lane for like two seconds. Oh, no. oh yeah. <laughs> You're lucky if you just get cursed at. I, uh, um, my, our mutual friend, Alex Pagnadel was here. And uh, I love Alex dearly. He is one of my favorite people on earth. And he does a thing that I think I, I was trying to expl explain to him. I was like, this will get you murdered. He does. He gets exasperated by things and he stops walking while you're talking. He goes, what? And I was like, you can't just stop on a New York City sidewalk. Like walking slowly will get you cursed at. Just stopping, someone will just walk, like a old lady will just stab you in the neck and keep walking. Like, <laughs> you're going to die. And and I just kept being like, I, I, and it got to the point when we were hanging out where he would stop and I'd be like, nope. And I'd just keep walking and he'd have to run to catch up with me. I know, and, because we walked when we went out the, you know, yeah. last week, 10 months ago, I don't know. Sure. Uh, and, and we walked back, you walked me back to my hotel, I which was very sweet. Mm -hmm. uh, it took four four hours or something it was a long uh, walk, yeah. and your impatience when alex stopped was just it, that is uh, it was a fucking it, beautiful thing it was everything it, about that night was just beautiful was i a, was it was a really nice night uh it was lovely and i was trying to save alex's life and i think you know that's what we have in new york we have impatience we have uh <laughs> low tolerance for tourists mm -hmm. um and that's good. And that's those are beautiful things. And I'm happy and proud to show this off. And then we have grilled cheese, which I can make you from native mm -hmm. bread and native cheese. And you so, have two bros pizza. We have two. Love, man. I do not love two love. bros pizza. Someone called into the show and said, get two bros pizza. And you guys thought that was me, even though I'm on the show and you ate it and thought it was gross. And yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> um, I think you said it was the best slice in the Big Apple. <laughs> Yeah, they got I, a good buffalo I, chicken. I call it the Big Apple. I talked about New York. I call it the Big Apple a lot. <laughs> I, I'm so famous for that. You're like, if you guys are coming to the Big Apple, boy, oh boy, <laughs> get ready to never sleep because we are it's, the city. <laughs>
And that brings us to the end of part one of our discussion with Torin Grunbeck. Make sure to check out Carnage, Venom, and Red Sonia, as well as everything else she's working on by following her on Twitter at Grunbeck or subscribing to her newsletter at grunbeck.substack.com. To get the latest episodes of this podcast, as well as news, giveaways, and even comics delivered straight to your inbox, go to ashcanpress.com and sign up for the newsletter. We'll be back next week for part two of our discussion, and in the meantime, you can write to us at ideasdontbleedpod at gmail.com, or tweet to Matthew Rosenberg at ashcanpress on Twitter, me at Tales to Astonish, or Griffin at Griff Sheridan. We'll include some of your correspondence on the show, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. And big thanks to Summer People for our theme song, Where's the Poison? Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Where is the poison?